0: On the Barricades, your most exciting political show produced by Eastern European journalists and academics. Today with me, as usual, is Boyan Stanislavski, journalist from Poland and the co-host of our show. Thank you for being here, Bojan.
1: Hello, hello. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: And we have the pleasure of having us uh, today uh, David Vartz, a Romanian theater director that founded a theater cooperative. Remember how Richard Wolf always talks about uh, cooperatives. Who thought that in Eastern Europe somebody already thought about cooperative and a theater one? David is both a researcher and an academic. He teaches at the National University of Theatre and Film here in Bucharest. He is the author of multiple articles on the role of art in general and theater in particular in fighting oppression and inequality. Welcome to the show.
2: Thank you, thank you for the invitation.
0: It is not usual for us to have artists invited to our political show, but you represent an exceptional case of a theatre director that wants to create a clear political message and to convey a clear political message through his art. And your cooperative, uh, and the cooperative that you are a member of, is uh, unique in its effort of bringing back the idea that art has to criticize power, has to address questions like racism, inequality, discrimination. And we have to acknowledge, maybe this is new for our viewers, but especially in Romania, such endeavors are uh, regarded with uh, suspicion, if not uh, hostility, because... um, We consider such endeavors as a think of the past. Uh, It was in the communist era where art had to build a social consciousness, where art had to build against the false consciousness created by the elites. So your cooperative had to face two problems, an extremely hostile political climate, coming as well from the political climate itself, as well from your co-workers, we have to be very blunt and honest about it, and also very important financial challenges. And in the first part of our discussion, I want to um, explore uh, this uh, idea that you have, because I think for the for an international audience, it will be great to find out more about what motivated your co-workers and you to build this theater cooperative and to address such important issues using theater as a tool and not a, as an end in itself. And then in a second part, I want to address a bigger problem that we, the left, face. And this is where also Bojan would uh, intervene. How are we going to rebuild the severed link between the intellectual elites from the left and the working class? This is an issue that was on our agenda in this show and on many articles that we wrote for a couple of years now. So I will start by asking you to tell us a few things about yourself and this wonderful project that you developed, the uh, Theatre Cooperative.
2: Thank you. Thank you for uh, uh, for your uh, kind uh, words. Uh, first, uh, it's important to mention that uh, we uh, didn't uh, function uh, as a cooperative from the beginning. And uh, also in the present time, uh, we, uh, uh, we activate uh, rather like a network than a, a cooperative. But uh, we did have a, um, we did have a period of uh, three to four years uh, between uh, 2016 and uh, 2019, when uh, uh, we actually managed to, to, uh, to build a, a cooperative, uh, which uh, is called Makaz Theatre Cooperative a theater and bar cooperative which um, it was a space in Bucharest that uh, functioned uh, both as a bar as and as a theater but also as a meeting place uh, for uh, other groups and uh, collectives uh, with um, a left-wing agenda in the in the broader in the broader sense Um, so uh, the uh, but uh starting from the beginning i started as a theater director um interested in uh social struggles and interested in uh activism and uh i uh collaborated with several other directors writers actresses actors and so on and so forth so in uh starting like in 2007-2008 we uh, we started to develop or to experiment with uh, several uh, means of uh, doing uh, political theater from a real from a more uh, activist uh, approach of uh, doing uh, performances as a part of uh, social struggles for example struggles uh, uh, for the right to housing and for the right of uh, evicted uh, persons and trying to uh uh <laughs> trying uh in our uh maybe naive perspective towards the world trying to stop evictions and uh, trying to uh uh to build the theater performances as means of um uh, as, as means of building empathy towards the problem of uh, evictions and towards the problem of precarious uh, uh housing conditions uh, and uh building theater as a part of this more uh, complex uh, activist approach that also included the protests uh, including picketing including uh, negotiations with uh, the mayor house and uh, with the with the authorities uh, um and uh, so on and this was the beginning uh, let's say of our uh, political theater activity Almost 15 years ago, um, and it was uh, quite a complicated, uh, quite a complicated uh, um, experience because uh, we actually we were very young. We we're like 22, 23, 20 to 25 years old, uh, and we actually believed that we could change the world uh, through theater, and we wanted to do it fast. <laughs> Uh, and uh, of course, uh, the conditions, the structural conditions, as you know and we know, we all know now, are uh, really, really strong. And uh, it's really difficult. Uh, it's impossible to change, uh, to build a huge change in society only through uh, theater. But uh, and this, I still think today uh we can still see theater as a means of um producing uh an alternative knowledge and of uh, producing an alternative discourse that uh is uh that will not change the world tomorrow but that uh brings its uh its contribution to the uh to the um, to building a new discourse in uh in uh in society so um as uh, the latin american uh, filmmakers octavio Gettino and fernando solanas uh, say in their uh, manifesto um, for uh, a third cinema a play cannot change the world a strike cannot change the world a protest cannot change the world a film cannot change the world but all these put together bring change at some may bring change at some point so uh that uh, and I think uh, this is uh, that's what motivates us and uh, it's it's basically and this was the idea of the cooperative as well. It's basically about politicizing uh, your own uh, workplace, basically, right? So if we do theater, I do theater, I'm a theater director, I'm trained as a theater director and playwright. So and a theoretician, so I do it politically. If I would uh, do something else, I would do it politically as well.
0: Yeah, well, that's great. Tell the audience more about your place. I mean, one of the recent one is called Universal Worker, and uh, we have to tell the audience that it is based on dozens of interviews. This is how you work. And um, as a personal confession, this is what I like most about the way you do theater. You fictionalize, basically, interviews that you have with the real people. And this uh, theater play is about people working in supermarkets, and it's very vivid, it says it has humor in it. Uh, We don't have to imagine that uh, David's plays are all about sorrow and pain. Uh, They are very playful in a way and uh, they have enough humor, but still enough lines and ideas to make you think about things that are not at all discussed in mainstream media or in art in general. So tell us more, which was the play that you enjoyed most?
2: Um, I don't have a favorite one, but uh, if, as you mentioned, the uh, universal worker, worker, I will uh, talk a little bit uh, about it. Um, it's our way of working is that we always try to collaborate with. Uh, uh, so if we if we choose a, a topic that is uh, interesting uh, for us and we are more and more interested in, in uh, work relations and uh, how do uh, work uh, relations and uh, work conflicts uh function in a contemporary uh, Romanian society Um, so uh, when we choose the if we choose the topic for example the situation of uh, workers in uh, super in supermarkets uh, uh, managed by multinational corporations uh, we try to uh, build uh, the text and the performance to bring build it in some way together with the persons uh, involved with the persons that we talk about so uh, what we did uh, uh, regarding uh, this uh, uh, this uh, topic and this project uh, the first thing uh, we uh, uh, had uh, we um, tried to f- well, we tried to find out uh, your union that is uh, that is combative and strong and also that is uh, that would like to collaborate with us for this project and uh, fortunately we have found one and uh, so we are actually we collaborated uh, in the development of the project uh, with uh, um, the federation of uh, retail unions in uh, in Romania Um, and uh, so we and the first uh, so we, first we did uh, workshops uh, and not only interviews but also uh, workshops uh, with the workers uh, in which uh, we try to find out uh, which are the problems their struggles their opinions their perspectives but also to provoke them uh, to maybe uh, imagine uh, how would they uh, react to these uh, problems uh, and uh, how, how and uh, how would they uh, fight their own uh, uh, struggles so uh, and based on the experience in these uh, workshops uh, and also on several interviews uh, with workers also with managers and also with uh, uh, with um, people from the from the union uh we build uh, the script uh, for the for the performance and uh also uh and we also always did it in collaboration whereas we had people from the union that read the script we had people who came to see the rehearsals uh so uh we uh we tried to involve them uh, as much as uh as possible um and also when uh, we had we premiered the show in uh, 2019 um and uh, we had the show uh, performed uh, both for our usual audience which is rather intellectual middle class but uh, also uh, we had several performances uh, for uh, people from the uh, uh, the um, uh, federation of uh, retail uh, unions and also from other unions uh, in uh, in Bucharest uh, and uh, for uh, other uh, supermarket or retail workers uh, as uh, as well so we also we had uh, and then we had uh, quite interesting discussions at first offline and then uh, we did it uh, online uh, in 2020 after the pandemic uh, situation uh, started uh and something that uh, i think it's quite it's quite important that uh, we uh, we managed to uh, talk about uh, issues that were uh, really strong uh, really strong political issues that uh, have not were not that uh, well known for example this uh, situation when uh, the uh, when uh, the company o- ocean uh, the french uh, multinational ocean bought uh, the a german supermarkets uh, real and they basically destroyed the union Real had a, a uni- had a quite uh, quite strong uh, union and uh Oshan built a whole strategy of uh, destroying it in less than 6 uh, than 6 uh, months. Um, we follow this uh, story as the main story of the of the performance and um, I think it's quite important uh, to uh, try to to um, promote uh, this kind of uh, situation and try to also to analyze or to understand how was it possible that uh, you had a union of uh, probably eighty percent of the uh, seventy or eighty percent of the workers were members of the union, and in less than six months you get it to not even one worker, one member of the union? They basically destroyed the whole, uh, uh, the whole, uh, the whole uh, structure of the union. Um, so uh, I think, and with this, I will end uh, this topic. That is also it is. Uh, not only about uh, it's not propaganda in the sense of just doing statements on stage, but also it's more about raising questions and trying to be critical and to analyze and to reflect upon the uh, upon the problems and the struggles uh, of uh, of workers uh, in uh, in the in the present uh, day Romania at least, but and in, in a broader Eastern European context, I guess as well.
1: Right. Yeah. Uh, if, if I may just weigh in for a, uh, for a like, it's, it's going to be a very short intervention. First of all, I want to say that uh, it's really admirable that uh, the work you're doing is focused on topics which are completely out of the mainstream. And this is something, uh, yeah, extraordinary, like for me at least, you know, I'm no expert on political art at all. But uh, in... You know, from what I gather, uh, it's quite fashionable to do all kinds of shows, uh, theater plays, whatever, movies, you know, and stuff like that about things which are uh, um, which which are on its surface they are somehow progressive and and they are protesting something which is bad, but at the same time they fall into a certain framework which is just uh, which is genuinely uh, mainstream and 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 you know they pretend to be. Uh, mm, they pretend to be somehow alternative, but in fact, they are strengthening the system in a sense that uh, I could easily imagine how in Poland or throughout Eastern Europe, even in Romania, probably, you can have all kinds of uh, plays and and art uh, performances, uh, say about, I don't know, protests in Belarus or, I don't know, human rights protection in Russia or, you know, that kind of stuff, which is, and of course, there are human rights abuses pretty much everywhere, including Russia and Belarus and all over the, like, all over the world, really. But I mean, is this is what you are doing? Seems to be much more appealing and much more uh, alternative and much more interesting because it's something that it's it's happening right there on the ground. There are people suffering from exploitation, terrible exploitation under those conditions that we we know about, right? From general knowledge in Eastern Europe and how the capitalist, uh, sorry, the global uh, 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 corporations behave and and how they exploit workers here and so on and so forth and how they destroy unions. Uh, but this is something no one wants to talk about, right? Because uh, you know, it's not fashionable, it's not It's not how you're going to score points in order to be more prestigious, in order to, to, you know, make your persona more glamorous, in order to get more likes on Instagram or wherever. This is, right, so that's that's for me something truly, genuinely left-wing. And and I also want to say that uh, what appeals to me a lot uh, in everything you said is that, uh, yeah, of course, like with one thing that you can uh, basically change the world, that's, that's correct, or with one movie or with whatever, one speech, uh, but I think that uh, what, what you seem to be doing is you seem to be translating the very political and, and social struggles that take place on the ground right now, which are not being noted by the mainstream media, you translate them into the language of emotions, which I find uh, very interesting as a topic to discuss in general and as a topic for us, political activists and journalists, because, you know, quite re- recently, at least, like the last 10-15 years, probably even more than that, but that's my observation, That that's you know, as far as my observation goes, is that, uh, you know, people tend to think politically or think maybe in inverted commas, uh, actually think w- with emotions. Like, you know, they 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 more and more, and capital, the capitalist system in general exploits emotions more and more and monetizes on emotions. Like when you look at, you know, Facebook or Twitter or any other social platform, you will see that emotions are something that is most important right now, like in terms of the general culture, including the political culture. So what you're doing is you seem to, uh, uh, this is at least how I interpret it you seem to take those emotions that uh, or, or maybe not take emotions but take those situations which are conflicting you know industrial disputes class struggle and so on and so forth you translate them into this emotional language that so that people can relate to those struggles in a more authentic manner and not just by intellectually understanding them right so uh, I just wanted to say that you know uh, to express my words of admiration for that because I have not really come across anyone uh, thus far doing that kind of thing and to me that's that's something very very genuine.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Um yes, uh, I think uh, it's what theater does. Uh, theater works with uh, emotions uh, first, but uh, we also try to we try to balance it and give it a sort of combination of uh, more an em- an em- empathic or emotional approach but uh, also with a critical and more distanced uh, approach uh, and also we use a lot of humor as maria uh, mentioned uh, earlier which uh, i think is really important for it and at least uh, at least if you want to really if you want people to be able to relate to your uh, to your to the story and to relate to the to the situation so it's basically a combination of uh, a critical intellectual approach with an uh, empathic or emotional uh, stronger stronger moments but also with uh, humor um that uh, and to, uh, and with a critical uh, approach through humor or through a comedy that uh, and we try to to give a, to give a sort of a combine a cocktail of all these uh, of all these uh, elements uh, in order to uh, reach uh, a broader audience and yeah basically to uh, provoke uh, and to uh, um, convince people uh, to at least uh, acknowledge these situations and to think uh, about these uh, these situations, because uh, it's uh, something that for me is very, very interesting, that uh, all of us spend uh, between uh, 30 and 50% of our lives working, but we almost never see films or theater plays or books about working and about work and working conditions and work relations. And this is something very interesting. We will always go to the cinema or to the theater to see only the, to see sort of the private or so-called private uh, uh, aspects of our lives, but almost never or very, very seldom the, uh, the work, uh, the situations that we face uh, at work uh, all, all the time, which are uh, which are basically what defines us, maybe more than any other identity. Um, so, uh, and we try to build the sort of a connection that people can relate and think about uh, about this, and uh, to show that uh, we can talk about uh, exploitation at work, we can talk about relations between managers and uh, and employees, we can talk about uh, about all these uh, all these tensions and conflicts. Uh, and uh, we can do it in a manner that is both uh, emotional and uh, funny and uh, interesting uh, so uh, then, so people can reflect upon it. Uh, another point that I'm very glad that you, you mentioned is uh, the relation with the political theatre today in Romania because yes, 15 years ago when we started to do a socially engaged uh, theatre People would uh, laugh in your face, would say you are not doing theater, you are not doing art, you are just doing uh, something. You are sort of a social worker or uh, you are sort of uh, an uh, communist activist, yeah, but you are not an artist. Um, But these uh, things changed a lot, actually. And uh, right now, you can actually see politically engaged theater, even in the mainstream state theaters in Romania. But it's a politically engaged in a very conservative way or in a liberal way or it's a it- we had. Uh, it's, so it's like
1: everything that is available and and that the system can accommodate. Like if you want to make exactly. if you want to be more liberal, that's great. If you want to be more conservative, that's also great. Even if you want to be slightly social democratic, that's all right. But mm-hmm. if you want to focus on things which are of essential, vital importance for you know the majority of the people, which is the working class, right? Then it's already no. You're an activist. You're not. You're no good, right? And and in this context, uh, I, I just would like to ask. I don't know whether this is the moment. Perhaps Maria, uh, like. Please correct me if, if you feel, feel it's not the correct uh, moment to ask that question. But it's, I'm very interested in how does the left in Romania uh, react to your uh, initiatives? Because to me, that sounds extremely interesting. But uh, again, from the point of view, well, of my experience in Eastern Europe, in Poland and Bulgaria, I I must say that I don't quite see how uh, you know masses of activists would be would re, would be responsive to the to. to to such projects, but perhaps in, in Romania things are different. I would hope, like, please let us know.
0: Uh,
2: I don't know, maybe Maria, you want to uh, to comment on this no, a little bit, uh, but saying, then I will yes, add something.
0: Yes, I would like to comment. And I'm very glad that this uh, theater initiative that uh, function as a cooperative for four years um, is at the forefront of um, successful leftist projects. We have to uh, be very honest about it because as I told you Boyan, on numerous occasions and I also told David and other people, I've been involved in dozens of projects on the left and unfortunately they all ended in... (laughs) Infantile quarrels for the most part uh, with uh, all sorts of egotistic and narcissistic behaviors, unfortunately. And uh, they all stayed siloed in the elitist part of the society. I mean, I always give this example where I tried, along with other comrades, to form a political party, a leftist one, and I was among the first to write the political program of that party. And we had one worker. And we kicked him out at some point because he was not fitting with, you know. And my husband, who is also a worker, an IT worker, a highly skilled worker, but always told us, we are so elitist. I mean, 60% of your members in your party have a PhD. People wake up. You have to find a way to be more appealing for the masses and to change the whole structure of your organization if you want to reach those. But we were not listening. We were so engaged at that point in this. And that was a major leftist project, a major attempt, so to speak, to, um, to transform these ideals, leftist ideals, into something more tangible. And uh, I'm glad that, for instance, uh, David discussed here the fact that we have leftist uh, initiatives in theater and in state theater. Let us mention here Janina Carbunariu, who is the manager of the theater in Piatra Nemt. And uh, she is one also with other theater directors, but she is the one... Of the most prominent theater directors that takes this initiative on of transforming theater not only is it an in an end in it itself and as a tool of building her own persona and trying to get the words and trying to fit in the system, but to have these themes that challenge the system, that go against the system, that make you think about. Important topics that are no longer discussed on mainstream media or art in general. So there are steps uh, moving forward, and this is why I wanted David to come to our show because we have this peculiar situation in Romania where we have art and theater in particular being one successful leftist uh, political project. In terms of activists, we have to acknowledge that at Makaz and at your theater place we have more of the same people, more of the same crowd, but you also have this initiative of moving beyond this limits of a very siloed and elitist bubble, leftist bubble, and going there and working side by side with people who are really the working class and then and who showing might be supporting
1: right wing, you know, concepts. Like, for example, and some of those workers in the supermarkets, they yeah. could be supporting our, I suppose.
0: Yes, yes. And this is also a very important problem because for a very progressive leftist drinking latte in the center of Bucharest, the working class... Soy latte, seem... soy latte. Soy latte, <laughs> exactly. Uh, in downtown Bucharest, the working class may seem a little, you know, retrograde and not so cool, so they will not be so prone uh, with directly uh, engaging with them. So that is a perfect segue. I will let David comment. And then I think it's a perfect segue to the second part of our discussion. Yes, but before
1: before we start the second part, could I just uh, very briefly ask David to uh, perhaps comment on the question that you brought up right now, that they are not so cool. And I I, I have the feeling, by the way, that it, it became increasingly important to, to a pathological degree to be cool on the left. And, you know, the left has never been known to be cool the left has always been known to actually you know be very uh, uh reason oriented and, and and very very specific in their goals and actions very strategically thinking tactically thinking and 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 uh, uh and you know aggressively uh, uh, f- pursuing their goals right so uh this seems to be a major transgression somehow and i I wonder whether what you are doing is also perceived by those, let's call them, you know, middle class, upper middle class, petty bourgeois, if you like, people, is perceived as cool or is, or it's perceived as something which is somehow stands out and it's not so cool because it engages people, uh, like I just said, right, that could be supporting some, I don't know, fundamentalist uh, Christian organizations or, 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 you know, far right maybe, uh, uh groups and, and stuff like that. So just very briefly if you could like position yourself in this scope of coolness and uncoolness I think it could be uh, pretty important.
2: Well, I think yeah, there is. Of course there is this uh, tendency uh, in uh, the left uh, in uh, several left-wing uh, groups or collectives uh, of, uh, of a left-wing uh, or a so-called progressive lifestyle and it's much more about lifestyle than about uh, uh producing discourse or about doing actual struggles uh and it is like that in a, in in a, it is like that uh, of course uh, maybe not maybe not as much as in other places maybe not as much in Romania as in other countries i would say but uh, there is a tendency um on the other and of course uh, from this point of view i i think it is perceived as cool because uh it's also it's. <laughs> there, of course, if we try to um, to look a little bit at the mentality, so okay, for everybody uh, would like to be on the good side. Okay, so if when uh, you show a, a performance where you have uh, workers exploited, then people come and see it, and they are they feel on the good side because they uh, because they feel that they are on the workers' side. Okay. Uh, the problem is, of course, when doing real organizing, and then, uh, then it is, and it is quite difficult. Uh, and it, I think it is a problem that all uh, uh, all of us uh, people with left wing orientation, with left wing ideas, we have to deal with this problem that there is a really uh, there are, of course. Uh, People who are conservative, uh, who are uh, uh, who have conservative ideas, and so on and so forth, in the working class as well as in the middle class, or in, in all classes of society, uh, the majority of the society in uh, uh, in Romania at least is conservative. It's uh, obviously it cannot be another way because uh, at least from the 80s uh, on, uh, the all the education and uh, all the public sphere was dominated by conservative ideas. So, from a social, from a social and cultural point of view, of course, there are, there is, there are conservative discourses. On the other, on the other hand, uh, the, uh, I think it is important that we, we try to, to see we try to, to sort of relate to the class relations and uh, to the economic. Uh, situations and uh, from there we have to start somehow i don't know i don't know how i don't want to <laughs> i don't want to say that i have a the a solution and and i think it's quite it's quite uh, it's quite uh, difficult to have uh, solutions at this point because of the whole uh, um yeah the whole uh, global structure and yeah. system the, we are we are really quite dependent on on what's going on in other parts of the world it's not that uh, easy to produce a huge change uh, only in romania and bulgaria it's, it's not oh, yeah. It's, oh, yeah. It's, yeah it's not really going to happen so we are forced to adapt uh, and to we are we are forced to sort of rather react than, uh, than actually uh, be the subjects of history in, this, uh, in the context that, uh, that we are living in. But coming back to this, uh, to this I think that, I think this, we have to work in some way with this tension that uh, we have uh, people uh, from the, let's say from the low paid working class that have all kinds of prejudices and they have all kinds, but these prejudices can also be addressed if you work together. For example, when we worked, when we worked in uh, Rahova in the Rahova neighborhood, with uh, these people who were struggling with evictions, they were more, most of them were really impoverished people, many Roma, other non-Roma, but all uh, impoverished. Uh, most of them impoverished persons. Of course, they had all kinds of uh, cultural prejudices, but we addressed them, we discussed them with them, with, with and uh, we actually understood from where they were uh, they were coming and uh i think if you want to really get in to really do a sort of engaged or activist uh, work being it artistic or uh, and or, or being it uh, actual political uh, work um you deal with this uh, with you deal with these uh, issues and face them you don't say okay uh this person is religious. We kick her out. Or okay, yeah, yeah. this guy said something homophobic. We kick him out. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. and you but...
1: start you start where those people are, not what you are, not where, where exactly. your consciousness exactly. is, but where and those people are. If you want to engage in some kind of dialogue with them, emotional be through theater or or directly, like mm-hmm. in, in a political mm-hmm. discussion that you might occasionally have yeah. in situations like that. Yeah. Thank you. I think that's a great point.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah you, you 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 have to see where do you meet. Where you don't meet, and what can you build together? Right. Otherwise, and of course, sometimes sometimes it's difficult. For me, it was sometimes I had to, for example, working with uh, uh, doing the, this uh, rather social uh, or activist work with evicted people. At some point, I had to confront people—not to confront—I had to confront the situation of people having all kinds of anti-Semitic prejudices. For me, coming from a Jewish background, of course, it was a at the first time it is uh, quite okay <laughs> it's about what 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 are we doing you know but and then you see that okay we get over it and uh, we because um, it's not because uh, if you judge it morally then uh, yeah. okay you you say oh it's terrible oh, i cannot work with this person who hates jews i am jewish right, okay right. But then you think I'm not working with this person who hates Jews. I am working uh, with a person who is on the edge of being evicted, who is impoverished, who doesn't have all the uh, cultural or intellectual education that uh, we have. And uh, if you get over this in uh, five seconds, uh, then it's actually you have to. You have, then you have you can actually work together and if you will be friends and you talk and so on of course you can also uh, convince <laughs> or really understand where those prejudices come from and try to deconstruct them and uh, and so on and so forth so it's uh, but 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 for this of course but i can also i can also relate to the fact that for other persons these things can be emotionally uh, mm, disturbing yeah. yeah disturbing and that uh, they cannot uh, uh, they cannot actually do this work uh, properly so okay, well, a, guys, we're
1: running out of time for the first segment, okay? So I suggest we conclude uh, the discussion here and we move on to the second segment. Uh, thanks a lot to everyone watching our program. Thanks a lot to our guests. Uh, keep fighting and stay healthy. Don't forget to visit our Patreon page, patreon.com slash thebarricade. And uh, see you around soon.